Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. Your suffering will be legendary even in hell. Central Maine's best comics podcast by default. Hi, I'm Jackie. Wanna play? Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Boo! Welcome back. It's pumpkin spice season. Yeah, I like the, what I, I'm very middling on flannel and vest season. I do like I like a vest. I do love a good flannel and a good vest. I'm not opposed to like the pumpkin stuff. I do. I need it for everything. No, but do I enjoy a nice pumpkin chai? Yeah, I'll take a nice pumpkin chai. Ooh. Do I like a occasional pumpkin head beer? I'll take an occasional pumpkin head beer. I'm sure you would take more than an occasional. This is the time of year I always put Actually, on. I don't like... do it that much because there were some years where I, I just overdid it. So now it's more of. A treat versus a, mm. oh, this is the go-to for like a month. My problem is, is I like it so much and it's so low alcohol, it's yeah, four it and a half is, percent, yeah. that you can drink a lot of them, but then it's like massively empty calories. And this is about the time <laughs> of year I put on like bloated. five pounds of beer weight. That's, that's about it for me though. Like, and maybe like a pumpkin coffee, but I, I don't really expand outside of basically pumpkin in liquid form, I guess, is what I, it comes down I to. I tried for something me. over the weekend that was really delicious. Pumpkin? I've been, ex- well, no, but I've been experimenting a little bit in advance of our end Sexually? of the month. Uh, no. I mean, different. Well, this is in advance of our thing. So, no, it was not a sexual exploration. <laughs> You're not too old to try new things. Never. You can't, you can teach this old dog plenty of new tricks. So, <laughs> woof. <laughs> No, I took coffee. I put some pumpkin spice creamer in there, and then Kahlua. Yeah, I, I don't think I would do that, but it wasn't bad. You do, you do, you. I did do me in the coffee sense. <laughs> yeah, pumpkin spice creamers. No, I don't think so. Well, you did buy pumpkin spice creamer one year for the shots. Yeah, that was for alcohol though, not for yeah day to day coffee. I'm I'm still torn on exactly what it is I would like to do. For our annual festivity. No, it's coming up. I know. I've got I've got a couple of different ideas, a couple of different irons in the fire. Part of me was thinking that we do a live commentary track with a drinking game attached to it. No. Because then people have, I, I wouldn't do that one. Okay, then we won't do that one. I was gonna I was on the fence about doing a quiz. The one time we did the commentary track was out of necessity because I was, you know, in the middle of the ocean. That's a good point. I do feel like it might be a West Craven quiz. I guess. I don't know. I'm I'm not 100%. I'm also thinking, I don't know, I got a couple other different ideas. I got a couple other different ideas, so don't worry. All right. Well, there we go. Hey, a uh, new show came out this week. Did it really? Gen V. Oh. The, the boys spinoff. Okay. And our thoughts? Your thoughts, um, really, not I, mine. I don't like it as much as the boys, but it's still totally enjoyable, and they still go for, you know, like, the big gross-up factor, and if this whole series is really obsessed with tiny people playing with dicks. Oh. People with shrinking powers just doing things to dicks. But Much like the, this the, podcast. The, no. <laughs> the tradition continues. <laughs> wow. Um, it's a hell of a tradition. Yeah. I was like, huh, I didn't know we were going to do this a second time, but sure. I mean, it was so popular the first time. The first time was weirder. That's fair. Because that guy got so small, he went into the urethra, but then he had done so much cocaine, he sneezed and got big and exploded the guy whose dick he was inside of. I mean, I hate that that happens, but the same that's the <laughs> you same- You hate that that happens like it's a regular occurrence? Well, I mean, it's the same thing that people said, well, why didn't Ant-Man just get really tiny and go up Thanos' butt? Because it's a Disney property. Well, I mean, there among we other go. reasons. Problem solved. Do we know if Thanos actually has a butthole? I would assume so. I mean, he, he might defecate in other ways. He might. We don't know. He might have other orifices. I don't think the uh, MCU has ever dealt with poop. No. I guess Iron Man peed himself that one time. True. And the Mandalorian. 
So you, I mean, Disney property has t- has dealt with with poop. The Mandalorian no, has I'm a just space can. MCU. I think the only time they dealt with any kind of bodily function was Iron Man peeing and still. So yeah, basically, no one has sex in that world, and no one poops. No, no, there's plenty of sex in that world because in Iron Man One, Tony's having a one night stand with that reporter. Yeah, and then in the Eternals, they have completely motionless sex. See, so yeah, that does it. See, you can't say that there's no sex in that world. Just face to face, look at each other like two planks. You know, it's better than nothing. <laughs> Is it? All right, uh, what do we <laughs> what do we got going on this week? If somebody said you have a choice between nothing and that, I'm sure you're going to say, I guess <laughs> I'll take your stiff plank sex. Um, well, this shows off to a, a rousing start. <laughs> People are tearing it off already. What do we got going on this week? We got the news of the week. We got weird movie facts, mm. sports reports. Oh man! Oh um, no! I think we I think we both need to do our best to be concise because I feel like we both have a lot of things to say this week. We do have a lot of things to so say. So we got to be week. concise because I could tell you the edit for last week. I literally cut ten minutes of Taylor Swift talk. They'll be doing that because the NFL brought her back. No, nope. there's something brewing with her. <laughs> I, I cut. I literally had to cut ten minutes. The of- NFL, <laughs> even on their Instagram, said the Chiefs are two and zero since becoming Swifties. It's a deal. It's a thing. Uh, we're gonna talk Ahsoka, the Exorcist, because the Exorcist believer is coming out. So we're going back to the original and your questions. Are we going to see that? No. Okay. No, movies are expensive, and as we're gonna dive into the news uh, with every streaming service increasing prices. Why the fuck am I going to go to the movies if they're just going to show up eventually and every streaming service is costing me out the ass? So let's dive into there straight to the news. Wait, wait, d- can you rephrase that when you said straight in my ass and then let's dive into there? I think that was bad phrasing. <laughs> dive into it like it's the boys. It's time for oh. the news. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. That was a crappy segue. Netflix is increasing uh, their subscription costs. They have not... They said one um, the Screen Actors Guild strike ends. Oh. So keep on striking, guys. <laughs> they didn't say how much it's gonna be. Exactly one, but it's gonna start in the US and Canada and they're gonna be up at their prices, much like Disney has done and Hulu and Max and uh, Discovery Plus up to their stuff today. Not that I know what the hell is on Discovery Plus, but they upped it. I literally just got Netflix back today. Is it Discovery <laughs> Plus Plus? No. Oh, okay. It's like, oh, cool. Well, I was only planning on having it for two months, and that helps solidify that. It's one of those things. It's like, okay, the writers got a better deal. And Netflix is like, and we're going to bring the costs on to you, the yeah. consumer. I'm like, fuck you. The writers got a better deal. The fuck you are. Yeah. Oh, we got to pay these people more money? Now, you know who's going to pay for it? You, the consumer. Oh, good for me. I'm you glad to be the consumer. Dicks. Yeah. The consumer, otherwise known as the patsy. Yeah. Some good old-fashioned corporate greed right there. Mm. I mean, without the details of it known at this point, it's kind of unclear. And like I said, I treat since uh, the password crack happened, I haven't had Netflix. I'm going to have it for two months. Going to get rid of it again. It's it's going to be one of those shotgun streaming services for me. Mm. As some of them are like Apple. I kind of treat the same way. Are you similar to uh, a mutual acquaintance where you just do the free free subscriptions and have a bunch of different emails that you do that with? <laughs> no. Okay, just checking. I feel like the only ones that are... I was talking to my wife. I was like, I want to keep Paramount because they're basically like, here's always a new thing of Star Trek. And you're like, mm, yes, please. I'm like, all right, that's how you're kind of keeping me. And, I, and she's like, I kind of want to keep Hulu because Hulu just has a bunch of shows I want. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. But beyond those two, like, I don't really feel strongly about the rest of them like i said i'm kind of i don't know how much longer i'm gonna keep max because they just keep on cutting stuff like why am i here <laughs> you're just taking that's away the things point. i want to yeah. watch i mean we're ways out it's like oh i want to watch dune like well that that's easy that'll always be on max no that's been gone for max for i don't know how long it's gonna be on netflix now i'm like why this is a warner brothers property what are you doing moving the money around it's the shell game yeah they all so. own a piece of the pie 
Yeah, so Netflix increasing their prices. Well, Warner Brothers can make more money by leasing the property out to somebody else. I was also very annoyed when I signed up for Netflix today. Like they have like their three tier options. So the first one, they go like, "You want the most expensive one?" I'm like, "No, I do not." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. These are not the exp- the options you're looking for. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, you don't want to buy death sticks. You want to go home and reconsider your life. Speaking of streaming, this isn't really a streaming thing. I don't oh know. yeah. Whatever. I'm going to roll with it anyway. Speaking of streaming services that has nothing to do with streaming services, uh, mm-hmm. supposedly Paramount, they're going to be prioritizing a Star Trek movie, but it sounds like a reboot. Ooh, a reboot. Which I am at, I don't know. I would like to see these, uh, the characters from like the J.J. Abrams movies continue. I like them. I enjoy them. Yes. I enjoyed two out of three of those movies. I mean, I'd like that to continue, but if it doesn't, I don't think reboot is the word I would look for. I would just go for different ship, different crew. Well, have you seen the, the story that Patrick Stewart was floating out an idea for a Picard movie? I mean, they've been saying that since before yeah. season three aired. They, they, they've all been saying that constantly. Yeah, but it wouldn't be like a next generation movie. It would be just kind of a different Picard movie. It wouldn't have... Oh, all the all those cast members are like, one more movie, one more movie. One more paycheck, one more paycheck. Yeah, why not? And residuals. But I think I, I, I would... When I read that story today, I was like, I don't... I, I had a nice, relatively satisfying end. I don't need any more. I guess it would involve who it is, but I don't know. If I if I were going to tackle a new Star Trek thing, like with a movie budget, which I don't even think you really need, like the stuff that's on um, Paramount Plus looks like movie mm. quality. Oh, yeah. But if I were to do it, I I wouldn't be like, oh, we need to do like Kirk and Spock again. Or I'd be like, all right, let's just do, you know, something from scratch. Just make a spectacle. Something big. Mm. If, I don't know. I mean, preferably, I'd like to see those characters continue on, but we haven't seen guns since like 2016 at this point. So I know. It's it been would, a minute. Yeah. But, you know, if I wouldn't do Kirk again, I guess is what I would say. We already have a new Kirk on Strange New Worlds. I don't need a fourth Kirk. No. At this point in time. Like, could they do like a Star Trek with the original, with the, the J.J. Abrams cast where they finally make peace with Klingons? Like, that would be an interesting one. I mean, we've seen it before, but it'd be interesting to see them go about doing it. Or maybe they introduce, you know, Cardassians? Well, Cardassians really didn't come along until well after the doesn't, fact. Doesn't matter. It's its own universe. That's a good point. They can do whatever they want. Mm. They can have Cisco pop up and be like, I'm here from a different universe. Ooh, there we go. That would never happen. No, he'd be very, <laughs> he'd be kind of surly. I fell off a cliff and then some light or something. Yeah, I've been hanging out with the founders for some time now. I'm the emissary. Something I thought was really kind of exciting. Uh, we got a trailer for Matthew Vaughn's Argyle. I watched that trailer, and I think that looks like a ton of fun. Yeah, Matthew Vaughn, uh, known for doing stuff like um, the kick-ass movies. He did X-Men First Class. He did the, at least two of the Kingsman movies. I don't know. I kind of lost track. There's of only two ones. Kingsman movies. I thought there was a third one. There is a third one. I know there's three. Is it, are you sure? There, there was a prequel one called like The Kingsman. Oh, yeah, that, that. I don't count that. I saw one of them, and I liked it a lot. So. Yeah. <laughs> the one with Elton John? Yes. That's the second one. Not the one no. with Samuel L. Jackson. No, because there was a switch. There was like Elton John died in the comics, but in the movie they had it was Mark Hamill or something, or maybe it was the other way around. I don't remember. Oh. I saw the movie once and I enjoyed it. Those are fun. Yeah, I, I like Matthew Vaughn as a director, and this movie looks great. It's all about um, Bryce Dallas Howard is a spy novelist, and she has a character named Argyle, and she can either predict how real life spy things are going to go, or they're following her plots. Mm. Kind of unclear. Will be found out. And it's basically like, you know, the fictional character in her book universe is Henry Cavill with a silly haircut. Yes, which you said looked like Guile from Street <laughs> it does, Fighter. It does look like Guile from Street Fighter. It's just a classic flat top. <laughs> Argyle Guile. 
Yeah, so the movie has the premise of like, look, not everyone's going to look like James Bond. They're not going to be like walking to the room and everyone's going to be like, ooh, look at that mm. suave man. Which, by the way, the way the original Bond books were written, he was supposed to blend into the environment as everyone in the 60s dressed nicer for social events. And then it turned into like, oh, he's super suave. Like, nah, he was just supposed to blend in. But that's not how the movies ultimately ended up portraying him over the years. But this is like, yeah, it's just like Sam Rockwell looks like a hobo. Yes. <laughs> but he's going to kick your ass. I loved everything about that. Sam Rockwell was fantastic. He's fun in, the in there. Yeah. yeah. He's always fun. I like Sam Rockwell a lot. Yes. But it was just, I was like, oh. He's like th- a better version of Dax Shepard. I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, I like him more. So there we go. Yes. But it's like, oh, this is an original thing and it looks fun and it looks good. It was like, oh, here's something to get excited about. Yeah. Isn't and that- it's on Apple TV. No, that's a. Oh. They, they might have put the money up, but that's the, oh. that's a theatrical. Oh, even better. I would go see that in the theater. That looked like theater Cause I, fun. Because I got tricked by that one, too. It was like with the Killers of the Flower Moon, like Apple TV Plus is putting up the money for this. I'm like, ooh, does that oh. mean it's going to? Like, oh, no, it's a theatrical oh, movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll wait. Yeah. That but, also looks good. Because everything is expensive. It's not cheap right now. Not cheap. Uh, the Marvels, it was uh, some conflicting amounts of how long this is, but the Marvels will have the shortest runtime for an MCU movie. 90 minutes? I I don't think it's quite that low, but oh. low enough. But good. So they can like get more like maximum screenings. I mean, is it yes, one of those deals? There, there. Yeah, there are two trains of thoughts. One is it's a bad movie, so they cut it down to hell, so you get the most asses in the seats based on short uh, run times. Which I yeah. hope is not that. My hope is that they just went. Not everything needs to be three goddamn hours, and they just kept it tight. Mm. That's my hope. I like it. You took the negative spin. I took the positive spin. Well, I was just I was taking your role for a minute that forced <laughs> you to be positive. I hope that means that it's just like good and tight and not bloated. That's my hope. But yes, there is the other side of that where maybe they know it's a bad movie and they've just cut down the runtime. And we see that often with movies that just like seem like hacked to hell. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. Easy examples are like the 2017 Justice League or the Dark Tower movie. Like, oh, we know this is a piece of shit or fan four stick. Like, we know this is bad. We got to cut, cut like that runtime. Fan four stick. Got to cut that right down. That is not my joke. <laughs> The internet did that many years ago. And you're proud of knowing it. Yeah. I will not like, I thought, I mean, I definitely translated that into expendables. Yeah, I didn't like that. Don't like it. Don't like it at all. I didn't like it then. I don't like it now. And I won't like it tomorrow. Well, th- that movie is bombing like hell, so. Well. <laughs> I don't see another one happening. Shocked. Yeah, I know. Paint me shocked. All right. We're going to move on from there to weird movie facts. Here are some weird comic facts. Prepare accordingly. I'm going to make some weird shit. It's pretty freaky, but it's safe. Hey, this week we're talking The Exorcist, so I thought I'd do an Exorcist fun fact. Oh, please, enthrall me. As you may or may not know, there's a vomiting scene in this movie. Mm, there is. Uh, which is done with pea soup. Ugh. I guess I don't feel strongly about pea soup. I don't particularly like or dislike it. All right, well. It's just kind of a, if it's there, I guess. I, I, even if it's like. Would I hunt it out? Probably not. When's but the last I'm, time somebody offered you pea soup? I don't know. I've definitely eaten it, though. Because they don't ever like, truly offered you, like, mm, yes, I have some selections. Would you perhaps like some pea soup, sir? Yeah, it's probably been a while, but, you know, I don't. Pea anyway, soup. So pea soup being the source of the vomit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a little snafu Oh, uh, when Reagan is vomiting on Father Karras. Yeah, and what's that? Played by Jason Miller. Mm-hmm. There's a hose, obviously, shooting it, and it malfunctioned. It was just supposed to hit him in the chest. Oh. So it just, like, gets him right in the face. So you see him kind of, like, recoil and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. That is a real-ass reaction, because he was not supposed to get hit in the face, and he was pissed off. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, Pazuzu had no control over that. I, I just always enjoy that. It's like, that is just a genuine reaction to a man who was not expecting to get shot in the face. With pea soup. <laughs> with pea soup. 
I mean, I guess just I, mad. I've never, I've never felt like I would have, you know, I would have the same reaction as somebody shot pea soup at me randomly. I mean, there was that time I um, climbed onto a roof where you didn't know I was and um, assaulted you with water balloons. That's that's different. <laughs> I guess it's just that's, water. That's different. Like that was an unexpected aerial attack. Yeah, that was more of a that was a novelty. Like oh, because then I felt compelled to join you up there because I'm like, well, that's not going to be me that suffers tonight. Let's get somebody else. <laughs> but and I'll be damned if we did. So that's it. That is the weird movie fact. I have another. I have a weird movie fact for you. Okay. About The Exorcist. Did you know that they kept the set so they could see their breath at twenty below, but yeah. they could only film for like thirty seconds at a time because the lights heated it up so quick. Yeah, that's yeah. It's very cold in that room, and you can see their breath very. Yeah, they are freezing in there. Yes, but they could only like shoot for small increments of time because when they turned the lights on, the heat from the studio lights yep. warmed it up too much. See, there you go. So from pea soup to the Patriots, P-U. Oh, you know it's what? It's time hey, for hey. Sports Reports. What? That was a good one, actually. Okay, I'm great. proud of you. There we go. I'm playing the theme now. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. Remember, concise. I feel like we both have a lot to say. Concise. Oh, they sucked this weekend. <laughs> Worst loss in Bill Bell this is the worst loss in the Bill Belichick era as the coach of the Patriots. Yeah, they got smoked by the Cowboys. Even bigger coming out of that, and, and we'll just kind of leave it at that because I don't really have a lot. I have a lot to say, but I don't want to say it because I'm not drunk enough to say it. <laughs> Two big things moving forward out of this game: Matt Judon and Christian Gonzalez, both key cut, key. I was going to say cogs, but key elements of the defense. Both are going to miss significant time. Both are out indefinitely. Uh, Matt Judon out with a biceps, a distal biceps tendon rupture, having surgery this week. Uh, expected to be out two to three months. Wants to Ooh. try and come back this season. Why? May not. Uh, it, it, you know exactly. Christian Gonzalez, he dislocated his shoulder and tore his labrum. He's trying to get a second opinion, but he may need surgery. He'll be out indefinitely as well. So Patriots have a couple of quote easier games coming up. They've had the hardest schedule in the NFL to date. Very possible they could be three and three though after a couple of weeks as they've got the Saints and they also have uh, the Raiders coming up. How so. feeling about Mac Jones? I, I have a lot of thoughts. Don't ask me. <laughs> Don't ask me. I think that they've done next to nothing to help Mac Jones. Next to nothing <laughs> from a weapons standpoint. So, yeah, uh, nothing else. I, to I'm say. not going to poke this bear because I know that you're you were just like on the edge of like here's a 20 minute diatribe. Oh, it's it's there. It's on the tip of my tongue. I'm going to vomit it out like the pea soup from The Exorcist <laughs> all over your face. <laughs> you didn't. They're, well, they're a bad go. team. They're not a good team, but they're not a horrific team. That's the Giants. They're the. Fr <laughs> By the way, there are two teams in the NFL. One more parting shot at the Giants. There are two teams in the NFL who have not had a single snap on offense in which they have had the lead this year. There are two. One, obviously, I just made mention of it, the New York Giants. Do you know the other team that has not had a snap from ahead this season? The Jets? That is correct. Oh, there we go. Yep. So the Giants and the Jets. Apparently Aaron Rodgers believes that he'll be back before the end of the season. He anticipates joining the team after their week seven bye. Apparently the Dolphins humping and the Hayasaka and whatever he's doing recently as he's done his own research on it is uh, it's working, apparently. He also took a shot at Travis Kelsey today and called him Mr. Pfizer. Okay. God, that guy. Boy, he's unlikable. <laughs> yeah. What else? Taylor Swift was there. Oh, it was actually 
the most watched television program since the Super Bowl yeah, was Sunday Night Football this week with Taylor Swift. Crazy. Yes. There's something coming. There's something brewing. This can't all be accidental. I just love that it's like you watch her walk in and like her entourage is like Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds. The camera doesn't even pan to them. They're just like kind of in the background. Somebody did have a theory that the three of them being together means that she might be in the new Deadpool movie. There have been, yes, rumors about that for a little bit now. Yeah. I, Woody Johnson. Well, who's when the, when, I, say, when oh. I say rumors, I mean pure speculation. That's kind of what rumors are. Generally. No, because rumors, like, you might like, oh, like, someone said oh, this is oh. more of, like, they were together, do you think? That's fair. That is the difference. Uh, one last uh, little piece from the NFL. Woody Johnson's son was in the box with Taylor Swift, got a picture with her. He looked like the happiest boy to ever walk the planet. But look out, because Travis Kelsey will probably come and kick his ass. Don't mess with those Swifties, man. No, do not. So, yeah, it's rough times. <laughs> oh, Speaking of rough times, some sad news from the world of sports. Tim yeah, Wakefield right. passing away from brain cancer at the age of 57. Kind of an interesting, and by interesting, I mean really sad series of events that kind of outed the fact that he was ill. Yeah, Kurt Schilling was, on his podcast uh, mentioned something about Tim Wakefield having brain cancer or a brain tumor. Very, very, I mean, I saw Tim Wakefield, like distance from me to you, I'm like, I had a conversation with him, albeit brief. With Tim Wakefield back over the summer, he was at that celebrity golf tournament in Falmouth. Uh, so just real crazy um, how quickly that all happened. Uh, but thoughts and condolences to Tim Wakefield, his family, and uh, you know, just listening to all of his former teammates talk about him. One of the icons of my uh, formative sports watching years, probably the best knuckleball pitcher in the history of Major League Baseball and an even better human being from all accounts. So uh, definitely one of the saddest days in the history of the Red Sox organization. I would imagine that they'll waive some rules uh, in order to get his uh, jersey retired at Fenway Park. They're also talking about there's Jersey Street or Jersey Way, uh, one of those, mm-hmm. or Jersey, whatever. It's one of the streets that surround Fenway. There's talk about trying to convert that or change that to be Wakefield Way. Yeah, just incredibly, incredibly sad uh, news from the Boston Red Sox organization. Their season is over as well. Bruins continuing their pregames, uh, their preseason. And, of course, the Boston Celtics making a huge splash. Well, I tell you, after the Celtics got eliminated in the Eastern Conference Finals, I didn't know what I was going to watch. So I watched the finals. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the whole WNBA season. And there was also Summer League. And there was FIBA basketball. and Because now, you have a problem. And now I'm kind of out on basketball because the Connecticut Suns got knocked out of the playoffs. So I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I guess it's finally time to stop watching basketball. No, you're lying. Preseason's back on Sunday, baby. Uh, Woo! Never stops. Never stops. God. All right, let's hit the big ones. There's been this concise. Whole... Remember, concise. I got four people okay. that I got to talk about. One minute max each. <laughs> Obviously, there was talk over the entire summer about like uh, Damian Lillard requesting a trade. Where's he going to go? His preferred destination is Miami. All this, like his agents putting out like he's not going to. If you trade for him and it's not Miami, he's not going to show up. All this like back and forth. Then it comes out like. Miami and Portland aren't even talking. And then he gets traded to Milwaukee. So I have my immediate reaction is like, well, Miami didn't get anything, so that's good. But like the main competition in the East did get Damian Lillard, so that's bad. Uh, but that trade also included sending Drew Holiday to Portland. Drew Holiday, 33-year-old player. Portland is building around a young core where they just drafted Scoot Henderson. And they're they're building young, so Drew Holiday doesn't fit Would you say they're window. trailblazing a new path for themselves? I mean, ooh, let's continue to be mediocre. Hooray. Um, oh, come on, that was a funny joke, I thought. <laughs> So, like, immediately, like, Drew gets traded. They're like, all right, he's going to go somewhere. And, like, for some reason, I didn't really understand it. Like, 
uh, Vegas betting odds were saying like Celtics are favored two to one. And I'm like, that's never going to happen. Shows what the fuck I know. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Celtics trade for Drew Holiday, give up two first round picks, Robert Williams and Malcolm Brogdon. By time Lord. Yeah. That's a bummer. I mean, I, those are both good players, but like, if you're going to go for a good player, you got to give something up. It's yeah. Also like as much as people love Robert Williams, like his durability and his tough, not his toughness, but his durability and his availability were questionable over the last couple of years. So Drew Holiday is a great pickup. He's one of my favorite like individual people in the NBA. Mm-hmm. It also doesn't hurt that he's also a really great player. So like, all right, great. We got um after losing Smart. Now there's another good two way player as a guard. Celtics probably now have the best uh, top six players, but then uh, depth becomes an immediate issue because it's like okay. Who, I mean, playoffs are usually like eight-man rotation, maybe nine. So it's like, all right, so who do we got as backups? Like, well, the only real other point guard in, by the way, a totally redone lineup. Do you yeah. want to guess how many players are returning from last year of a 15-man roster? I'm not counting two-way players. Five. Yeah, close six. Yeah, see? That, that, that's a pretty big overhaul. We got Brogdon still. No, he's gone. Oh, that's right. Fuck him. <laughs> Brogdon's out. Not really fuck him, but bye-bye. But there's no real, so there'll be... um White and Holiday at guard, and like the only real backup is going to be Peyton Pritchard. I'm like, okay, great. Like, where's White Sox with black shoes? <laughs> that's and then that's it, a choice. And then at the big, it's like you have Porzingis, who is injury prone. Al, who's uh, 37, going to be turning 38. If hey, now I'm turning 39 this month. You don't say shit about him being old. And then like, okay, so your backup is Luke Cornett. Okay, not great. I mean, they've signed some other big players, but to be honest, this roster has a bunch of kind of untested people uh lamar stevens will be good at uh, forward i mean o'shea Brissett might be able to show a little bit but as far as like having a good big and a good guard like like really high high at the top but like right after the top like okay like we're gonna have some like guys you need to go out there and uh please don't try and uh, fuck it up too bad for five minutes yeah no I mean, or like if someone gets injured then yeah well so, for a penny and for a pound yeah i mean they're going for it. there's no question this is a push and Depending on who you look at for Vegas betting odds, it's there's really four teams competing, two in the East, two in the West. Miami could always do something because they're a mess. The 76ers are a joke, which I love. But, I mean, Golden State could do, still do something. Like, they're definitely not out of the mix. And the Lakers, maybe. But Well, I mean, I Jason Tatum did shit on the 76ers in that. That was funny. Yes. yes. That Kevin Hart video. The other two big uh, – James Harden, who knows what's happening there. He didn't show up for training camp. He didn't show up for the first day. I feel like this sorry, happens. He didn't, show, he didn't show for media day. He didn't show for training camp. This feels like it happens very often with Mr. Harden. Uh, three teams in three years he's trying to force his way out of. Yes. But here's the thing. He has to show up. Mm. As Zach Lowe will tell you up and down. There is a deal in the CBA where if you're in the final year of your contract and you withhold services for 30 days, that team can block you from entering free agency. Oh, uh, yeah. So he has to show up. Yes. Yeah, he's putting up a whole big stink with the whole Daryl Morey thing. And uh, the other funny one, I just love this. For as much as I do not like the heat, I do love Jimmy Butler at Media Day, which is my favorite thing in the world. That was a look. Last year, Butler showed up with like these like, I don't know, like almost like 18 inch long dreads, maybe a little bit longer, completely clean shaven. And if you don't know how Media Day works, that is um, like the team comes together for the first time. There's a bunch of interviews. But the other stuff that happens is like if you're at the game and you're watching the Jumbotron and they're like, hey, what's your favorite Christmas movie? That's all stuff they record on media day. And the other thing they do is they do all your headshots. So on ESPN, TNT, all these players are like, oh, like, hey, look at this big matchup between the Heat and the Clippers. 
the image they show are the ones that they shot at media day so last year jimmy butler had those massive dreads for every single promotional mm. it was very funny i can't remember which commentator it was they're like i don't think he knew about this i was like three quarters away to the season like buddy it's exactly why he did it and this year he showed up he called himself emo jimmy yeah lip rings straightened hair eyebrow ring uh, painted yeah. his fingernails black it's like i'm very emotional very emotional He's like he's literally playing like Fallout. He has like this like weird long robe. He's like play. It must have had like a phone in there, just playing Fallout Boy. So mm. every game for the rest of the year is going to be Jimmy Butler with this straightened hair, with it like covering one of his eyes with all these lip piercings, and that's going to show up in every promotional image for national TV games. And I fucking love how he trolls this. And I also love like so many people in the media and a bunch of people online. They're like, I don't get why he did this. I'm like, because he thinks it's funny. Yeah, let that, him have that, some fun. <laughs> that is the end of the reason. He is just trolling because media day is a joke. Everyone shows up every year. They're like, I think we got a really good chance. We got a really good group. Going to do better than last year. Like that's what everyone says. And Jimmy Butler just shows up. He's like, I'm very emotional. And it's I funny. It. I love it. It's, you got to make your own fun sometimes. It's really got to make your own fun. And I'm really excited to see what he does basically for every other year. Because how can the league stop him? Could they be like, you need to show up with the look that you're going to have for the, like, what ruling could you There's none. put down on There's that? none. He is, he is committed to who he is. There was, there was one video, like, Bam and a Biostock, and he's like, what are you doing with, like, the lip rings? He just goes like, this is my Halloween, man. I love it. <laughs> so, I, for as much as I don't like the heat, I am very amused by Jimmy Do you Butler. not like the heat culture uniforms that they showed today? Oh, my God, no. All right, there you go. All right, that's it. That's what I got. There you go. That's how I shuffle you along. I, I just bring up heat culture. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on from there. Hey, Ahsoka's almost done. It ends tonight when we're recording, but obviously haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk the second, the penultimate episode of Ahsoka, starting now. So you're saying the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers? Nope, we're screaming at streaming. So let's not waste another minute. Settle in, sharpen your pencils, and check this out. It's all right. Hey, another episode where not a whole lot happens. And a lot happened off screen. As like Ezra's just like, you're telling me the entire Star Wars trilogy happened since I left. Yep, yeah, <laughs> pretty much exactly what happened. She's like, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it's like, oh, the Empire lost. Yeah, pal, uh, and uh, the Emperor's dead. That's what people say. Yeah, he's definitely dead. Or is he? We all know he's a weird clone or something. Mm, true. I did like. I, I got no history with Ezra. The contacts are really distracting. Mm. But I did like him fighting. Like he's like some kind of like monk he's like i don't need your weapon i'm just gonna use the force yeah the force is my ally yeah that i thought that was kind of fun because i maybe some expanded media has done it i haven't seen it I thought that was a very kind of cool visual only just using the force like to stop lightsabers and push people around and yeah and those little, his hair getting singed off by a lightsaber oh, yeah i forgot about that that, that was, was fun yeah and those weird little bug people he's with them like oh they're like the new ewoks they're just chucking rocks at these people yeah. <laughs> have helmets on and they're like throw a pebble at me mm. oh back in our little caravan yeah we're just, uh, here's a we're just a roaming band of space hobos <laughs> basically uh, so i kind of liked him in this the weird scene for me it was weird on a couple of fronts when Hera's getting her trial and c-3po shows up yeah and i don't understand like they have someone like hiding his body like to do a reveal i'm like i heard the voice mm, yes i know who this is yeah you don't have to like i was like mm, yep there he is shocking w- yeah, so it was a very unnecessary reveal because it's yeah. like, oh, you know, the Anthony Daniels thing. It's like, okay, cool. We all know who it is. Why are you... Hi-? Like, also, we can mostly see his body. Yeah. So it, I just thought it was a strange direction choice, I guess. Like, yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. I can like, see most of him and I can hear him. Mm. Turns out he's popped up in the Star Wars thing or two before. I've never heard of this droid. 
this mirror droid. Also, still him in the suit. Good for him. That man is trim. He has been trim since 1977. He's so skinny he could look through a keyhole with both eyes. Okay. I heard that today. I've been waiting to use it. I feel like that wasn't the right time, but it was the time I chose. Well, it was weird, and I didn't appreciate it. Well, that's most of the things I contribute to the show. But it's also awkward. And, like, deal with it or ignore it. It's like, I'm here speaking for Princess Leia Organa. Senator Organa. Or whatever. Oh, why isn't she here? Why isn't she here in this show? Hmm? Oh, it's because she's dead. Yeah. We all know this, so it's just, it creates an awkward feeling that I don't like. It's like, it's like, hey, you want a little spoon of nostalgia? Here, have this. Oh, she couldn't be here because she's off screen over there. Oh, Leia. No, just don't bring her up or do something about it. Like, the technology exists. You could have made a hologram of her. I mean, they did that in Rogue One, and it looked weird, but that was also in 2016. Like, yeah. Things are better much, now. Much but better. Like, recast her or don't bring her up. Well, I don't but, think you can recast her. Oh, you totally could. Just get her kid. I get, mean... Get Billy Lord in there. Yeah, I just don't think that would fly well with people if you recast her. They did it with Han Solo. Yeah, but it was a younger Han Solo in a different movie. And they made a weird AI Luke. I don't know. It, it seems like a shit or get off the pot kind of scenario. Mm, it's like, yes. Don't bring it up or do something about it. It'll just be like, oh, Leia's off screen over there. I'm just going to wave at somebody who's not alive. Yeah, it, I don't know. It, it's very awkward feeling. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it. Like It feels like it's a... Um, it's like forced nostalgia. Like we want to make sure we we give you a little bit of nostalgia because you love Star Wars, and what do Star Wars people love? Nostalgia. They love the hits. I do like. Um, this isn't really chronological for the, the episode. I don't care. I like when uh, Ahsoka and Balin have the fight, and he just kind of gives up. He's like, "All right, I guess you won." Yeah, <laughs> just just kind of. But it, it was kind of an echo back to his "Don't be so hasty for victory because you're guaranteed defeat." Goddamn! Just striking the microphone left and right. Wow, abusive. Yeah. But I just kind of like, he's like, all right. Yeah, she got me this time. We're one and one. There's a third fight coming. Yeah, that'll be awkward. No matter, because of Ray Stevenson's passing. How are you dealing with that? Because mm, Balin Scroll will become Snoke. No, I don't believe that. I think Snoke will, they'll deal with Snoke at some point. What are they transporting in those pods? What are they taking off this planet from a distant galaxy? Is this planet not the home of the Force? I don't know, a bunch of weird smoke ghosts like I was in that one guy. Mm, the Night Sisters, they're space witches. They make smoke ghosts. I do like, it's always so funny when they show this in um, movies or shows for like any extended period of time because it's always so awkward. When someone loses a fight and the responses run away and they just like kind of, if the camera hangs on them for so long, like, I mean, I get that they do have to yeah. physically run away, but like the longer you hold on it, the sadder it is. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, look at them. They're slowly going away. Defeated. And they're not, it's also like a classic trope. <laughs> what are we like, going to deal with this person who's slowly receding? Yeah. How, there are more of us than there are of that one person who's slowly riding away. Wow. Could we not finish this this conflict now? Yeah. There's something about just like cutting away versus just like, oh, look at them. They're running. Still running. Still running. Why are we hanging on the shot? It makes me think of Monty Python and the Holy Grail when Sir Lancelot's running from a distance and he's running. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah, running. It's the opposite and he's running. That. And then all of a sudden he's right there. It's basically that, but not as the joke. Yes. I think that is the joke. I didn't. I mean, this one comes down to again. If you've seen Star Wars Rebels, I'm sure it means something to you. But like this reunion of these characters meant nothing to me. If anything, I was a little weirded out that Ahsoka wasn't like, hey, Sabine, what the fuck? Yes. Agreed. Or she's like, I thought you were dead. Yeah. Yeah. When you abandoned me for the dark side what the fuck yeah 
what are you doing? Why are you this way? But she's more like, oh, hey, we're all together again. Yeah. Oh. And miss this and miss this. That was a weird, I don't know, I just thought it was a weird reaction. Yeah. You know what happened to me? I almost drowned. Yeah. You left me in the ocean. Yeah. You left with the enemy. Gave them all the information. Yeah, and then you hid from Ezra that I was dead. And then, whoops-a-daisy, now they're all going back to our galaxy with, I guess, smoke ghosts. Yeah. Or maybe not. I don't know. Force essences. Oh, and Anakin. He's starting to feel a little less special every time he pops up now. Yeah. Look how there he is again. Just little Anakin holograms. Anakin grams, as I call them. Is he going to show up again? I don't know. Maybe. Anagrams. (laughs) Yes, it's anagrams. See? I don't know. It's just, the more he's popping up, I'm like, oh, this is less special every time. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Versus was like, oh man, he's here. This is crazy. He's got to play Darth Vader again. Ah. And I was just like, hello. Hello there. Oh, damn it. Set that up too. You did. Accidentally. I don't know. For how the show's been going, I like this one fine. Yeah. I mean, they got some loose ends to tie up. That's for certain at the end, but we'll probably get a cliffhanger ending. Oh my God. Yeah, we're, there's no kidding. This is all set up for the movie. I swear to God. Yeah. They're not going to get off this planet. I think the last shot is going to be them, you know, them being the bad guys hitting hyperspace and be like, peace. And they're all on this planet. Like, well, what do we do now? Ride a whale. Well, the space whales were getting the shit blown out of them. They, so. were, they did get shot a lot. They, they got blown up in the minefield. Yeah, they did. But they're still alive, so good for them. They just left. Yeah, they're like, fuck this. See, they're running away. was at least at light speed versus yeah. a slow jog. They're like, what's this? This sucks. Time to go. Yep. I'm a whale. All right, that's it. It's fine. That ends tonight, and Loki starts up literally the day after. Yep. That's how Disney keeps you. They're like, hey, we're going to... Keep driving franchises into the ground. Mm. Although, um, Loki reviews are pretty good. Oh, that's right. That starts this week, doesn't it? Literally Wednesday. Oh, that's tomorrow. Yeah. Hump day. Loki day. Reviews have been positive, though, right. so you know, hopefully that's good. I like Owen Wilson. I like Tom Hiddleston. All right. Going to move on from there to the topic of the week, The Exorcist. The power of Christ compels you. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. It's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. I didn't even write this down. What a good-ass theme. Oh, yeah. It's definitely one of the top horror themes of all time. It's a classic. It is. All right. You've never seen The Exorcist before. What do you think? I think this is... Uh, it Scar- was Often called the scariest movie of all time. I would say it's a very unsettling movie. I'm not sure if it's <clears throat> scary. Yeah. I, I don't think it really deserves that moniker. No. Very I mean, well done movie. I like it quite a lot. Yeah. Directed it's, by uh, William Friedkin, who uh, recently passed away, but sorry, now you can continue with your exorcist. I, I was going to say, you asked me for my thoughts, and then you continued to and go on. And then I steamrolled. <laughs> yeah, you just fucking ran me over. I think this movie, it's not your, it's a different kind of, I always look at like, um, what was the phrase I used to, to use? Like, the difference between like terror and horror, like terror is when it's happening, horror is the anticipation of it happening. And this movie has a healthy mix of both the terror and the horror. Uh, like it's very to, to watch Regan kind of de evolve into the demon. is kind of interesting. Max von Saito is perfect in his role in this movie. He's great. I think it was what I like about this movie. I'm, and I'm not a big scary movie guy. Like again, a little tough shit for this month. Yeah, I know. This is my, it's my birth month. It's my favorite time of year. And you ruin October by scaring the shit out of me for four and a half weeks. You bastard. I think the the things about this movie are, like, there's such a... I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase. Like, yeah, we have, like, the demon, but the demon... Like, we get the the shots of the demon face on occasion. Pazuzu. Or as you never let me say, you know, Exorcist Believer, Pazuzu Boogaloo. No. But the... Just the the thought of, like, a possession. Like, I think this is done really well for, A, for the time, 
and like the practical effects and the effects of it are really really good but just the there sometimes probably because i have a sick perverse mind i kind of chuckle at some of the ways that pazuzu like taunts the priests your mother sucks cocks and hell cares yeah, i know it's like wow this is, a, this is a very surly demon he's very like straight to the point like uh when max von Sido was like saying uh, like you know i release you he's like stick it in your ass cocksucker i'm like <laughs> well okay there you go uh i think i really like the beginning of this movie mm-hmm. it sets up a very like weird tone of like uncovering these egyptian artifacts and i like just like staring down that statue of like what have we uncovered what is all of oh this? yeah like the what have it, we opened it's, up it's a great mood setter and i haven't seen this movie in a couple of years i kind of forgot how long it takes to get going I, and, and the actual like horror elements there's a lot of talking a lot I, of like hey we're having a crisis of faith i like that <clears> part of it too like what is a man of faith who's like devoted his entire life to Catholicism and then he has a crisis of faith and now all of a sudden he has to like apply that to being an exorcist and like performing an exorcist. That's why I need some backup. Yeah, brings in Max von Saito on a gallon of holy water. It burns! I love the scene where, where Regan and um, I keep confusing the priest's name. Uh, the, Matt, not Mattis, what the fuck is his name? Where he's in there initially... And the, he's having a conversation, and he like hits the record button on the little thing. He's like, "Reveal yourself," and you know, or did you open that drawer? No. Could you snap like the binds? Yeah, but it'd be a gross misuse of power. He pulls out the holy water. He's like, "What's that? Put that away." Just that banter back and forth. I kind of like those parts of the movie, those conversations. But the you know, the intensity of like when she levitates and like the power of Christ compels oh, you. Why am I? Yes, of course. It's Father Karras versus yes. Doc, Father Marin. Jesus yes, and, Father Marin is the one. Yeah, that's Max von Yes, but like this, the initial scene where Karras is kind of feeling out the where the demon is and who the demon is, and like the initial part throws the holy water. It burns. It burns. Like I like that clever play between the demon and Karras early. And then the demon's like, well, fuck this. I'm just going to raise all manner of hell. Throwing a bed around using a crucifix in a very inappropriate way. Mm, yes, it was not. And then, yeah, and then making mom clean it up. It's also unsettling to hear, like, a girl that young saying, like, the stuff that she's saying. You're like, hmm, that shouldn't be coming out of your mouth. No, that shouldn't be coming out of anybody's mouth, really. Yeah. But let alone this 12-year-old girl. Which is the very awkward scene of her, like, peeing on the floor. Yeah, she just... Which isn't, like... Yeah. It's not overblown. It just kind of is. And everyone's just at that dinner party, and everyone's just looking at it like... Well, to me, it's <laughs> it's the it's like you said. The movie generally is unsettling. It's unsettling moments. Yeah, it doesn't really like kick up the horror stuff until like the last forty five minutes. Yeah, but then like at the end, Karis is like, "Take me, possess me instead," and then like put the protection he had from the necklace and the necklace getting ripped off, which allowed him to be. But then his plan of like, "I'm just gonna jump out this fucking window," and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, not great for the neck. I also like that they set that up earlier in the movie. Yeah, when the guy was dead outside the window. Yeah. He was pushed. Those um, you know, those stairs are a pretty famous location that people go to. Oh, yeah. Obviously, it's a real-life location. Mm-hmm. The most... That and the Joker, the two most famous stairs in Hollywood. Yeah, people love them some steps. Yeah. I wish the Joker had snapped his neck on those steps. I don't like that movie. <laughs> no, no, you don't. No, you don't. You could tell that movie some certain things that you probably heard in the Exorcist movie. I was, I was talking to a friend of mine not that long ago, and... He, like he was praising him like oh, i don't like that movie at all he's like oh why didn't you like it like specifically tell me what you didn't like I'm like i saw it once i don't i can't give you a ton of specifics yeah. i don't remember and i'm not revisiting it to I, create a counter argument true 
I like the, again, the practical effects. Like, they made a full-size doll of her so they could spin her head 360 degrees. Yeah, that's a cool-looking shot. Yeah, the I couple don't... of times that her head turns all the way around. The practical effects of this, yeah, look great. And the makeup, I mean, my God, how long did they have Linda Blair in that, like, getting all that makeup on oh, her? Oh, a lot. I it, think it, she's... It's, it's effective as all hell. She, she does a really great job She's in this great, movie. yeah. yeah. And the mother is going to be returning uh, for the next Exorcist, yes. at least the next one, if not the next three. Who knows um, her fate in that? But I would say this: it's not. I would not say it's the scariest movie ever. No, but it definitely is. Uns- it might be one of the more unsettling movies ever. I mean, this is a horror movie that got. It's, it's usually a genre that doesn't get a lot of praise, but this movie, like, they're getting like Oscar nominations for this thing. Like, for I mean, it's a great movie, but yeah, people like were lining up to give this movie a lot of accolades at the time also for the, a genre that doesn't usually receive them also like it was groundbreaking in how graphic it was at you know in ways i mean stories of people fainting vomiting in the theater passing out like just being overwhelmed by it in the theater i think it's just it is a really good job of generating rising tension throughout the movie i mean something you know, some of the we're even avoiding saying like what she's doing, which I think for a movie that we spent the first ten minutes basically talking about dicks, and we're like walking around the edges of the things that Reagan says and does. Yeah, I think kind of speaks to how shocking some of these scenes can be and how effective they still are. Oh yeah, again, it's the unsettling part of it, and I think that's why it it doesn't sit well with people, like, and not well with like from a standpoint of like that movie was bad. It just it it takes a while to kind of cleanse your palate of those things. Cause you're just like, Holy cow. And for the, th- and think about the time period, the seventies, they like, they went there. They took a huge swing when it came to like the vulgarity. Yeah. And there are two sequels. I have never seen them, so I don't have an opinion on them, but I've basically heard nothing good about them, which is, you know, to be expected. I mean, I mean, maybe they have redeeming qualities, but I haven't seen them. So I don't, I don't have a take, I guess I've, there's some stuff where you're like, oh, like you hear the first one is great, and then you're like, and the rest is crap. I'm like, eh, maybe I'll just leave this here. And The Exorcist is definitely one of those franchises where I've just been like, this is the one everyone kind of points to and talks about, and I'm just going to stay there. I've never had a lot of interest in following up on I did want to pull up, because I, I couldn't remember the full exchange, but I love, again, the exchange between the demon and Karis. The demon's like, what an excellent day for an exorcism. <laughs> would, you, would you enjoy that intensely? It's just like clever dialogue but then it also yeah, the demon is so shitty the demon was but then you don't pick up on it in the time it's later like it comes later in the movie father cares like wouldn't that drive you out of regan it would bring us together so like that was the demon's ultimate plan when you really or think is, about is, it I, I don't yeah. know what is the demon's real plan i think it's just to be an asshole <laughs> your mother sucks cocks in hell Karis, you faithless slime yeah i guess what is i mean i guess the demon just wants to be out of whatever realm the demon was in and just wants to possess someone I think that's really the plan is just to live and in the process be an asshole. Oh yeah. Tremendous, <laughs> just, tremendous asshole. Just cause chaos. Uh, let's see. I cast you out unclean spirit. Shove it up your ass. You blank. <laughs> You're like, yeah. The name of Jesus Christ. Fuck him. It's like, wow. Like, I don't mean that by the way. <laughs> sorry, Lord. Yeah. Sorry, Lord. <laughs> What's very, so I, I was watching after he passed, I watched a couple of those guys movies it's very funny kind of watching some of them closely. They're like, oh, he definitely has kind of like a pacing style and like a definite shooting style. And it's very 70s, but I'm not bored for a second. Like the pace, even like, even though the horror stuff doesn't really kick in towards the end, like I'm never bored. Yeah. Like it's, they're interesting conversations that are happening. And there is a bit, I mean, for as much as like the heart doesn't happen until the end, they also build to that. Like, it's not like they're just like, sit, 
let's uh, throw a movie that I don't really like from a director I really do. Uh, like uh, when Quentin Tarantino did Death Proof slash Grindhouse, however you want to kind of categorize mm-hmm. it. That movie is fucking boring until the last 20 minutes. Like they are literally just talking about dumb shit that doesn't matter. And it's incredibly dull until it's the best car chase you've ever seen in your life. Oh, yeah. This isn't like that. Like this movie, like all, everything building up to the end is interesting. And I'm engaged with the characters and their conversation. And there's interesting questions about like, do you believe in God? Do you believe in the devil? If you believe these things, what does that mean? It's very interesting. It, 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 it's very philosophical. And then it just gets like real nasty. Yeah. It gets, it's just really, really nasty. But again, some of the just the the quotes, the the demon speak. Again, I think that was that may have been my favorite exchange. What an excellent day for an exorcism. It's a good movie. That highly acclaimed movie. Guess what, kids? I approve. You know what? Give it a watch. Even if you don't like scary like it's not like jump scares. It's not that. It's just unsettling, I think would be the best way to describe it. It's not a slasher. It's not a we're gonna get you with jump scares. It's like, man, this shit is fucked up kind of movie. There we go. There is The Exorcist. Scariest movie of all time. Not really, but still. Gonna move on from there to letters to the editors. Lot of questions, number one. Damn few answers. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. If you have your own questions, you can send them into editors.comics at gmail.com. We'll answer whatever. Everything's fair game. Yes. We answered house buying questions once. We did once. (laughs) And other accoutrement yeah editors comics at gmail.com this week nice little spooky question not that spooky if you had to go to a halloween party what superhero costume do you think is the best one to go as mm. so i had a couple of different thoughts i also i have a couple of like i have a couple of villains that you could also throw in there i think depends on what kind of like what you're looking for like you know do you want to go as something like kind of spooky or scary or do you want to just like go as something like mm, I'm, I, it's fun to be dressed up I have a very lame answer. All right, well, it's here. I'll stand by it. All right. Any version of Wolverine that doesn't involve the yellow costume. Why? Because you could probably incorporate those clothing choices into just your day-to-day life. Oh, I have a tank top. Oh, I have a t-shirt. Oh, I have a leather jacket. Oh, I have weird hair. Yeah, and like the worst you have to do, and I thought this was very funny going to Comic-Cons, like, you know, working as a vendor, like, right after Logan came out. Mm -hmm. That became, like, every middle-aged adult like out of shape guy just threw on a white tank top and uh, just took like a razor, brought it through the middle of their beards and they called it a day. <laughs> it's like, Oh look, there's, oh. there's a middle-aged out of shape Logan again. That was like all that was around. I should have asked like, for that haircut today. <laughs> so and even that's such a short commitment, like, okay, I have to do sideburns. Yeah. You don't have to do that for very long. Guess what you could do the next day? Get rid of the sideburns. You could get rid of the sideburns. So I'm going with a practicality, like, okay, I want to spend the least amount of money and to be able to utilize these articles more than once. All right. So for clever. <laughs> so that's a very lazy answer, but I'm saying Wolverine, not in the yellow costume. So I had a couple I had a couple of tears here. All right. You could do a couple of um, villains. You could go with Scarecrow. You just like dress up as a Scarecrow. Be like, who are you? I am Scarecrow. Here's one I thought was clever. Get a bunch of get a bunch of uh, magnets, tape them to your body, and you could be Magneto. <laughs> See, you could because you manipulate metal because you could walk next to things and that would happen. Who else? Was that? Oh, oh, I, I had... thought of a la- I thought of an easier, even lazier one that you. Oh, could. what's that? This would be a costume within a costume. Oh, okay. Throw yourself on like a band T-shirt or like you know a T-shirt with a flannel over it unbuttoned. 
You can go as Seth Green as Oz from Buffy. Just spike your hair up. He had a costume that just had a name tag that says, uh, like, hi, my name is God. Mm -hmm. And that was his whole costume. Oh, okay. So you could literally do a costume within a costume. You could have a double layered costume and all you need to do is throw on something that looks like it's from the late 90s and spike your hair up. Boom. Oz as God. Double costume. You could also go as, I I saw one once as Star-Lord. Just have a little cassette player and some headphones and a leather jacket. It's kind of similar to your Wolverine. Here's one that I thought was clever. You know how you could used to you could still buy them like those little push lights that are like circular and like you like you put them under your cabinet like you put oh, them like, yeah sure. So get one of those and like strap it to your chest and then wear a suit over it and turn it on. You're Tony Stark. There you go. So see again, those are like kind of easy ones. Oh, you could just go out and buy like a Captain America. You could uh, you know Spider Man. Just get the, like the onesie suit. You could do that. I wouldn't do that because I saw a lot of those at cons. They look they might look okay straight on, but the second you're on po- profile, it's like you oh. always mention the bulge. <laughs> yeah, like oh, that's the size of their junk. Yeah, that, that it's is. never a mystery. You could also do Warshack. You could just get like a like a white ski mask and throw some ink on it, and there you go. Sounds difficult to see through. Uh, I mean, I, I guess a little bit. So yeah, you're probably right. You could just go like wear some glasses and uh, you know shirt and tie and sport coat and you could be um you know clark kent going with like what's the least amount of effort we could put in yeah exactly that's i didn't realize that's where you were going but now i'm kind of <laughs> now there's a whole bunch you can just walk into a place with a bow and arrow and be like i'm hawkeye there you go <laughs> maybe not a real bow and arrow <laughs> no like becoming like a nerf one <laughs> like why does that man have a compound bow i'm hawkeye put that away oh yeah uh is that a real real arrow i don't know i'm hawkeye <laughs> If you wanted to be really, you could also like borrow a wheelchair and wear a bald cap and be uh, Professor X. I don't know if I would do that one. Oh, okay. What if you could move it with the power of your mind, though? Well, I guess, yes, if you have psychic abilities. There you go. Yeah, there you go. So those are some some quick ideas for... <laughs> don't think <laughs> I that's... I don't know if that was exactly the intended question, but that's what we went with. <laughs> one of the laziest ways you could do this. Yeah, exactly. You uh, can just paint yourself silver and be Colossus. I've seen that at cons. I'm sure you've seen a lot of things. I'm sorry you didn't say like Mal from um, Serenity because that's just like wearing a trench coat and having a gun. Yeah, I mean you could. Yeah, but then like it's such a it's a coat that looks cool like in movies and TV. Okay. But if you saw someone walking around with that in real life, you're like, what the hell is your problem? Well, I mean that's the Halloween. I mean that's exactly what Halloween is. is that's why not? I'm going for functional that you can reuse later in life. It's not just a one off. Why okay. spend two hundred dollars on something you wear once? Fair enough weddings hey you know what i still wear that suit that i bought for your wedding once a year at least yeah i still wear that suit yeah it's, I need to it's, wear a, a suit. it's a fancy suit all right that's it that's the show all right well if you enjoy the show go to patreon.com slash editors note comics a dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it plus you get access to things behind the paywall and some other cool free stuff coming up there's some new buffy back issue bin bin episodes yeah i don't know what that should be very very soon when is that even dry? i don't know you you tell me you're the that's your thing not mine no, I can tell you one is coming up very soon. Oh, here's another one you could do, by the way. You could just soak yourself in gasoline and let yourself on fire. Human torch. <laughs> Don't do that one. No. What have you... You know what's funny? Yes. As, as I talk about self-immolation, yes. That's uh, supposedly what... Uh, was it Hanna-Barbera that did it or was it Filmation? I can't remember. There was oh. a Fantastic Four series in the 70s that didn't include Johnny Storm because they were afraid that kids were going to set themselves on fire. So they replaced him with uh, Herbie the Robot. Bonus weird comics fact. Oh, there we go. I I was going to say, I think you just wasted a weird (laughs) comics fact. You could just paint your whole body blue and go go naked and be Dr. Manhattan. Don't do that. Okay. Now you're just saying things that are crimes. Well, I mean, I think lighting yourself on fire isn't a crime. It's just not smart. I think if you lit somebody else on fire, that would be the crime. It's called arson. Great. 
Uh, yeah. So uh, when do we get uh, Buffy back issue been soon? I don't know. I just yeah the uh, the audio drama comes out October twelfth, but it's like eight or nine hours. Oh, so okay. I gotta also then both of us need to go through eight or nine hours of stuff. So sometime after October twelfth, but not that long. All after. right. Well, it's it's coming. Yeah, that's all that matters. Uh, plus, you can also get access to Pod to the Dark Tower, three episodes of that, all behind the paywall. You can also interact with us by rating rating. How about this? Interact with the show, rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Send us emails, editorsnotecomics at gmail.com, and you're also on the social media, and now you're on Blue Sky. Yeah, I actually am. I set that all up. Followed some people. Are you recommending I, I also join Blue Sky? Do you, I can send you an invite code. Oh, really? I have to have an invite code to get into Blue Sky? Yeah. I have to like be exclusive? Yeah, I, I have at least one code. Oh. I can send you a code if you want. Ooh, I might want to. I might want to investigate. All right. I'm also on Threads, but I really haven't checked Threads in a while. I know that's the thing. It's like you're like I'm I'm moving over. You're like I'm moving over to Blue Sky now, and yet you've tweeted a bunch of times since you said you've I, even pinned it on the top. You're like moving to Blue Sky two hours ago. Tweet. More people follow me there. Okay, so see, <laughs> no, that's a problem. Yeah, it's a pro- it's starting over. Whatever. All right, we'll be back next week for Pet Cemetery Bloodlines because that is out on Paramount Plus, so we don't actually have to leave the house to see it. Ooh, I like that. All right, uh, next week more scary stuff. Bye. Ah!